People of Earth, how are you? My name is Al. Across the table from me is my good friend Joe. Hi, Joe. Al, how are you? And good night, everybody. Uh, together we do a podcast. Well, hello, everybody. We do this podcast called Kinda Right. And here we are. Again. Again. <laughs> here we are again. Pretending like people are listening. Actually... A couple people do listen. We're pretending that we're actually entertaining. <laughs> we are. But you know what? We just, we really entertain <laughs> ourselves. And that's really, if it wasn't entertaining for us, it gives us a chance to get together. Yeah, no, it's entertaining. On a regular basis. Yeah. And we get to have a couple of drinks. Yeah. And we get to, like, <laughs> we honestly, there is not much that we don't talk about online. Online. Well, I guess it is online. Yeah, it's, on, it's more online that than we, it is on the air. Like, there's very few things that are not that Al and I would uh, reserve for, you know, uh, not on the air. Yeah, you know, we pretty we pretty much talk about everything. So it's a uh, it's very cathartic sometimes, and it's also. It forces us to to hang out together, which is which is good because yeah. if we didn't do this, we'd probably see each other once a month or something. Well, yeah, or not even. Sometimes, yeah. Back even time, when I was working for you, there'd be times I didn't see you for a while. Time goes by real fast, especially when you get older. It's like I think I saw him a month ago, and you, you realize it's six months, and right? And then you're gonna we're all gonna be dead. Yeah, no. Before you be know it, you're seventy. What the fuck? Yeah. And you have your balls ache and shit like that. I actually got my eyes on 70. I've been thinking about 70 a lot lately. That it would Don't die before you're 70, dude. You know what I mean? You Are you saying that to me? <coughs> no, to me. Oh, well, no, please. Nah, I got to ratchet it the fuck back, man. I still behave like a pirate. Yeah, but you spurts. know. spurts. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think you're going to die before you're 70. Oh, man. I fucking hope not. <laughs> My, I got a guy. <laughs> that would suck. One of the guys that's working for me. Are you are you highly stressed out? I, I, no, I can be. I'm not. I re- I get still stressed by my kid a little bit. But I mean, and I get not- stressed by being around stressed people at work. Like today, you asked me how today was. It was boring. But from 3 o'clock till 5, I get to listen to two guys yell at each other with our door closed. You know what I mean? And it was fucking stressful. Right. You know? Right. And these are two guys that like each other. And they were arguing the same point. But you don't sit around and worry about, <sighs> oh, if I don't get $20 by tomorrow, I'm going to, you know, it's you don't have this revolving door of fucking horror in your head. No, and I have. I have in recent past had that but no so i stress about money a little bit but not much i got a guy working for me now eric yeah and i took eric eric's uh my age he's like a year younger than me he's 54 he's all done and uh what do you mean he's all (laughs) fuck (laughs) what an asshole (laughs) he's all done actually they say guys in their mid 50s that's when you that's your Fucking strongest earning fucking potential. Well, it's like your forties through your fifties. 
Yeah. Starts in your forties. Then like forty five to fifty five. By the time and you're already you just supposed to have it down. You know I mean, because when you're fifty five, people are starting to look at you like I don't know. Maybe that's not true. Well, technically you're a fucking golden ager at fifty five. You know what I mean? I know. It's like fuck. Well, so he's got these patches, little round like Dime to nickel size patches. He's got a haircut like mine, which is like a, you know, it's a shave down to the head. Right. Because he's missing hair, too. This is actually getting a little lengthy. Yeah, I, I need a cut because you can tell. The, when I shave my head, I do it when I know that I, people can see that I've t- taken a nap. Because <laughs> one side of my head's all flattened out and shit. He's got these little fucking patches like 20 of them on his head with his fucking hair missing yeah and we i took him to the doctor i'm like have you ever seen this before you know he's asking me if and he's all fucking stressed out about just everything he's trying to get his license back and they torture you over that oh yeah uh because you don't just go in you have to go to the you have to see the hearings officer like six times it's just a you know so they don't make anything easy. And he's worried about money. He's, you know, he's worried about everything. He's worried about uh, the things people, you know. A lot of the people that I know are people that are not in great financial shape. Like Scott. Scott seems to be, I don't know how he keeps it together. You know what I mean? Because he seems to be fine. And yeah. he's... <laughs> He's. I think he's worse off than ever. I don't know. Maybe he's got. Maybe there's some fucking rain. Maybe there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I don't know what to say, man. Some people are more stressed than others in similar situations. Well, you if I were I mean? like them, I'd be a mess. You, you could, know, you'd probably be balled up. If I had to under some sort of blanket, like if po- I had to find possibly, work, you might be crying. I'd probably <laughs> just end it. Because to me, it ain't worth it. You'll always find work, Joe. No, no, no. It's not that. If I had to get up every morning and go and find some work to do, otherwise my uh, my existence is going to... I'm not going to eat. I, I'd fucking do myself in. Yeah. I, I couldn't there. live like that. It's horrible. Yeah. I don't have that anymore because I have a steady job. I, since I've gotten the job... I. I told myself to be stress-free. I, it's a goal of mine not to stress. Well, believe it or not. My goal is to not be stressed. The only one at work who's not stressed. That's my goal. I'm very non-stressed in the sense of a continuous ball of stress, worrying about shit. I don't, there's not anything that I really worry too much about. The, the, you know what? The biggest thing I worry about is these keeping these two assholes busy. Well, yeah. Well, that's that can get stressful. Because I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep. You know, I'm trying to get a foundation in. My foundation guy's in Florida. He's coming back Monday. Every night next week is gonna be. I, let me see if I'm lying, but like I saw nine degrees, and every day is gonna be below freezing. So. If I dig a perfect fucking hole, I don't think they can. I don't even think they can set up and pour on top of. They can't pour on frozen ground. Right. So, 
but I, you know, I want to get this foundation in too, so that we, we got something. I gotta have something for the spring here, yeah. along with the house that <laughs> I'm just carrying over. And it's partially my fault because you know I'm a fucking huge procrastinator. But uh, you have one near completion, you say? I have one done. And just sitting there, unlisted. It's listed, but it's uh, I haven't changed it in like six months. It's the house that was more done it's the before the sit- other lady took. Yeah, yeah, and then the other lady took over, and <coughs> but this one's done. It was almost done anyway. The problem is, I needed to get the whole place straightened out, and now, you know, I had to get her in. She got in at the end of October, so now I'm in prime non-selling season. Right. You know what I mean? And I didn't. I had to spend all the time finishing her house, but now I've got long. You know, I've got everything's done. There's a driveway in. Uh, it's granted. It's the. Uh, it's the you know the first coat, but uh, the grass is in. Um, Dan is Dan was the last person. What I did was this cost me about a month. I dug up the electric line. I told I told you that right by mistake. Yeah. No, oh, I, I was digging around looking for fucking boulders because I had to make a stone wall. Well, I found boulders, and I also found the electric line. <laughs> Tore that right up out of the ground. So that cost me a month because, uh, you know, the electrician was really busy. And then he came down, and we put we fixed the conduit. I backfilled everything. Then we put the yard down. He was coming back, like, you know, a week and a half from when we fixed the conduit. And then there was another fucking broken part of the line, which I said, you, you got to be fucking kidding me, which happened to be underneath where the, the new lawn is. But fortunately, nothing is, uh, everything is, um, is uh, what do they call it when the yard is, it ain't growing. It's uh, dormant. Dormant. There you go. Thank you. Dormant. So we were able to roll that up dig it, find the new fucking... Br- so it took a month, maybe longer, five weeks, to get fucking power back on. Mm-hmm. Which means heat and running water because we got well. Yeah. And that means Dan can't finish. So Dan's in there. Dan will be done this week. The house is 100% done and I'm going to send the boys back to uh, you know, just clean the fucker. Yeah. And then I'll I'll fuck around with the price a little bit because I haven't touched the price. And what happens is, in MLS, you people out there selling a house, here's a good little tip for you. Anytime you change the price, even if it's for a dollar, if you're listed with MLS, then everybody that's on the system, on the MLS system, or at least this is how it works here, gets an email saying, price change. So the way to keep your house in the back of people's minds is to, like, lower the price by 10 bucks a week. <laughs> and that, you know, and it, it really does generate fresh interest. Right. I haven't touched the price since I listed it with Jim because it wasn't worth showing. You know what I mean? I didn't think anybody would pay that amount 
that the woman paid next door. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad she did, but I can't get... I'm trying to be a nice guy by not... Because I, I could sell it for 500 tomorrow. I don't, I don't care, but I don't want to do that to her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to try to keep it at 550, 545. I might even up it. I might even go five, you know, 5549 or something. Yeah, whatever you do, it's going to get noticed. So, And then see what happens. Up it like 20 and then back it by a grand or two a week. Well, you know what the, I mean? Yeah, because the house next to it went for 600 <laughs> and they're not right. going to know whether, you know, that there was all kinds of custom shit put in it. Right. And quite frankly... I'm not going to put that on the air. But it's, uh, yeah, so I got to get that sold. There's a lot of money sitting there. And then I got these two lots. And uh, I got a couple more that I'm looking at. And uh, we'll be off and running. Where you go, man. So to answer your question, I don't, I don't think I'm that stressed. No, and I'm not either. And... That's stress is what will kill you. Right. Yeah, I know. Faster than anything else. And he went, this guy, Eric, who works trying for me, to remain calm about everything, went to the doctor and his fucking hair's falling out of little round patches. Looks like I almost said, you know, I, I was going to make him wear like a fucking couple plastic bags before he got into my truck and, you know, make him wear a fucking respirator. So I'm not. Breathing, whatever he's got. I, he should just shave his head. It'll be fine. His head's pretty much shaved. That's, yeah. the, that's the point. Yeah. The little parts where there was a little bit of hair, now there's none. Yeah. But the doc, he came out, and the doctor says, yeah. Happens. Says, the doctor says it's totally stress. Oh, wow. That sucks. Poor guy. Yeah, and it just, hey. See, I dealt with massive stress by eating, drinking, and sleeping, and that's it. I did that for a while. Say that again. I was reading on the way I dealt with stress was to eat, drink, and sleep. Mostly sleep. I can't. I went to sleep for a couple of years. I was fucking hungover Wednesday morning. Oh, really? Well, I had five of these, and these are like, you know, these are the real deal, and I had three of them. Got any any of those cold? Yeah. I had three of those fireballs, and it, um, little shots. I was fucking hungover. You know, that's like eight, that's eight real drinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so mean, I'm not having three of these. You're not used to, used to no, it. No, I don't. This 5% alcohol shit, I'm used to that... Uh, What's the beer? The the Bud Fifty Five Select. It's got two point four percent alcohol, not five percent like this Mike's Hard Lemonade. But I can't drink beer anymore. Before you switch to that, you would. Uh, I swear there was some five thirty pack weeks over here. You know what I mean? Oh, we did some serious beer damage. Yes. <laughs> Just I mean, tremendous amount serious of fucking beer. But I think that's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I like the nights where two thirty packs got consumed. And we're looking for someone to call to go get us more beer. Right. Miller, <coughs> Miller High Life Light. 
Yeah, I still like that. I still get that once in a while. I like that shit. It's good. I think I drank that for probably five years or something. Five or six years. Man, I think it was more than that. <coughs> Bet it was ten. I still get it once in a while. I I enjoy... Uh, Bet the guy down the street was all fucked up when I... I bet he's all fucked up now, because I was buying. I was the only one buying Miller High Life Light. Someone else was buying it there, though. Yeah, they in had the summer. They might. They were getting most, a lot of it. They had ten thirty packs. They at one still. Time. They still. They still have all. You can get a six pack of cans, a six pack of bottles, a fucking. You can get an eighteen pack, and you can get. A thirty pack. This, that Jamie's in Carver has nothing. You can't get any Miller High Life Light. It's like the one downfall of that store. I actually like that store again. You, it's hard to find it. Not everyone has it. So, but your boy, the terrorist over there, he he keeps it in stock still. This, uh, I was reading this. Do you know who Anna Navarro is? Not offhand. I'm embarrassed that I actually know who this person is. She is supposedly a Republican, okay? But she's just a nasty... I mean, she's on all the shows where they have fucking six boxes with a head in it and everybody's screaming at (laughs) each other. They're all talking at the same time. But she's just... There's something about her that rubs me the wrong way. She's just a nasty fucking know-it-all. Like, she's never been wrong ever. Right. You know what I mean? Some of these people go, every once in a while go, uh, you know, you got a point there. Not her. Right. Well, I just, I was reading this headline. She was filing her nails (coughs) while one of the guests discussed murder by illegal aliens. Oh, and she's a spick, too. Is spick an offensive word to Spanish people? It totally is. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's a horrible... It's meant to offend. Is it? Yeah. Because I don't want MS-13 showing up at the house. She's... But I don't know what what she is. news for you. (laughs) She's a fat, ugly... I mean... Maybe that's what bothers me is that she's fat and gross, and I, I think she's got this idea that maybe she's hot. I don't know. Oh, yeah, look at her. She's just a pig. I mean, she looks like a fucking pinata. You ought to hang her from a tree by her neck and just beat her until the candy comes out of her ass. So it's a spick, a fat spick named Anna who needs to be beat like a fucking Hispanic pinata. Yeah. Beautiful. That's beautiful. I'm not gonna. I I apologize to all our Spanish speaking. She's not a spec. She has, she's Hispanic of some sort. Yeah. And uh, and she's not stupid. She's just fucking annoying and never wrong, and is awful. You know, it, it's yeah. just I haven't seen her in an a awful while. person. I don't remember having. They fired her from CNN. I don't even know why she's back on, but because she was so horrible. But, uh, Anna with one N, huh? But that's why you can't really... That's why I don't watch any of this shit anymore. It's just not worth it. Yeah, I don't I don't watch any of it right now. I, just because the boss has everything in fucking order. <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you mean? 
the greatest president in the history of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump, has it under control. I'm telling you. For those of you who are in their 30s, 40s right now, you'll live long enough where they'll look <laughs> back. Kind of like when Reagan was in office, I was in, well, I was in college. So that's tw that's more like 20s. But you'll be old enough, because when you're 70, you'll be old enough to look back. And I guarantee you that historians will look back on the Trump administration as one of the greatest administrations that got more done and that changed the direction of this country from, from going off the fucking rails. Yeah. And I mean, and I'm I'm serious about that, because the thing it takes you don't want to you don't want to Trump in the White House every four years, or or continuously. But every now and again, you need a guy that'll come in there. They were talking about uh, there was a president. A hundred years ago, who was they? They say Trump is like, and they were glad that there hasn't been one since. But they, and when I say they, I don't even know who the fuck I'm talking about. I was I was listening to NPR, yeah, on the radio in the truck because that's the only news that I pay attention to, except for Real Clear Politics, which is just a news aggregate site. And the Drudge Report, which again is a news aggregate site. And they were talking about some president a hundred years ago that came in, he didn't give a fuck about what anybody thought, he did whatever he wanted. And the guy but right he after was, Wilson? But he was effective. He was the thing that people don't get is Trump is wildly effective. Trump has changed. The economy, the stock market went up to 26,000, 27,000, because Trump decimated a lot of the regulation. And, and these aren't regulations so that you, that you, when I say you, you folks out there that, you know, so the air's dirty and you're drinking piss. We're talking about crazy regulations where... And I, I don't even think they've touched on shit like this, where there's a fucking snake or a turtle or something that's, you know, and then some endangered species that's, uh, that, you know, some fucking three-headed tarantula. And some developer can't build a thousand fucking houses because there's three of these tarantulas has been, have been seen. Right. And it, and it's when you think about it it's craziness. It's craziness to do this. I mean, it's people first. It's people first and the United States first. Until we have a world government, you have to put your country first. You can't put your country second, can you? As well, long if you if you if you put your own country second, you're just going to fuck yourself. Now listen. A hundred years ago, all these guys were fucking lifetime politicians. Every one of them graduated from some other political job into 
So I don't know if you're talking about certainly not talking about Grover Cleveland or even Teddy Roosevelt. Are you talking about w- Warren G. Harding? Who I don't know. came right after Woodrow Wilson. I won't Wilson? Even know the name. I won't know the name. What I'm telling you is there was some Trump-like president. Who knows? Maybe they were saying Andrew Jackson. Maybe it was before Although, them. No, Andrew Jackson was a soldier. Oh, you said a hundred years ago, so it could it could be any of these early guys. All right. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it was 150 years ago. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I'm just looking for one of. But them every who once wasn't. in a while, as mu- as disgusting it is to some of these fucking left wing lunatics, you need a Trump, and Trump. I love the people that go, oh, he's, he's, he's losing it. He doesn't. His speech the other night, which I, I watched post-speech, unedited, on YouTube, and I did not watch the Democratic response because watching those two is like listening to uh, fucking fingernails being dragged down a chalkboard. Right. Trump's speech was fabulous. Was Did it? you see it? No. And it was probably part Trump's of speech my, was fucking fabulous. Was it the Oval Office one? Yeah. Even Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham wants him to declare a state of emergency. Lindsey Graham's Trump help, helping old Trumpy right now. Here's the deal. Trump is going to get his wall. This is what these Pelosi and Schumer don't understand about Trump. Trump is going to get his wall. He will never, ever fucking cave in. They're going to be, Pelosi and Schumer will be getting fucking death threats and bags of shit mailed to their homes. And he will never cave in. Because as much as they say it's his fault, it's their fault. Schumer won't allow the votes to go through in the Senate. And now I don't know whether this bill has to go back to the House again. I guess it does if anything changes on it. And they're not sending a bill that Trump will sign. So this is not, this is, Trump says, we need a border wall, and there's more shit in there other than the border wall. There's technology and shit, but there's like 230 miles that has to have fucking wall. And they, now the, Here's the crazy thing about it. Schumer was going to vote in 2006 to spend $25 million on new border wall. So, I mean, it's just Schumer doesn't want to give Trump anything. Right. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a game. And Trump's like, I'll fucking sit here with a big smile on my face. He'll be eating fucking Cheetos on his bed. Watching TV, laughing as Nancy Pelosi melts, and Chuck Schumer jumps up and down, and he'll—he's just—he's not gonna fucking bend. Right. You don't understand the guy. You just don't get it. You don't. You haven't. He's not. You haven't run into somebody. It's very hard to define. You know, because. They did a lot of this, like, uh, during the election. I, I like because Trump tells the truth. Trump tells it like it is. Well, no, he really doesn't. He tells, he tells you what you want to hear. He's, and he speaks in a way that, that people like. 
Is he 100% honest? No. Does he does he embellish and hyperbolize to the point of lying? Probably. Isn't he like basically the ultimate salesman at the end of the day? Here's the thing that they don't understand about Trump. When Trump wants something, he will let you fucking die before he's going to back off. And that's the way he's been in business. And that's the that's the the part of Trump that I saw. He's not a politician. He's he doesn't give a fuck if everyone in the country calls him a fucking cunt. Right. He's getting the money for the border wall. And if they don't give it to him, he'll pull he's he just doesn't want to pull the national emergencies thing because he wants to see Schumer and Pelosi lose. Yeah. And I know Nancy listens to us. You're going to lose, Nancy. That's who listens in San Jose all the time. Give us. Give <laughs> Trump. You might as well just give it to him. And now Chuck's in a real bind because he said he got up and just declared that he will never get his border wall. Never. Right. And you know what, Trump? I mean, uh, Chuck, he'll do it over your dead fucking body. And that's the thing they don't get about Trump. Oh, he'll cave in sooner or later. No, he won't. This will be fucking 50 days with nobody getting paid. Yeah. And believe me, they call the congressman, wait, you know, you can call the president of the United States, call the White House and say, hey, Trump's a cunt. They don't give a fuck. But your congressman, they, your congressman is getting voted every two years. Right. I guarantee you there's some fucking... And it's we're talking about six billion dollars here, yeah. you know. I know six billion dollars is a lot of money, you know. For a person, for a person, it's a lot of money. But for our government, I mean, that's uh, twelve F thirty five fucking fighters. You know what I mean? Don't we pay like way more than that in interest every other fucking hour? <laughs> yeah, like every three seconds. Yeah. I mean, it's six six billion dollars is a fart out of a dead man. Give him the fucking money. Right. It's not a lot. It's not a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. It's it's just give it to them. But they want to they want to do a stare down with Trump, and they've made a huge mistake. And they're gonna <laughs> look like fools. I guarantee. I guarantee you, they they're gonna cave, and they're gonna give him the money, because he ain't fucking backing down. <laughs> So that's the that's the thing on Trump. That's the thing I know about Trump. Just from being a casual of when I was younger, when I was in my twenties, you know, I read the art of the deal when it came out. We're talking what eighty seven or something like that. I thought Trump was the you know because he just the guy would just I, he would not back down guy does not back down right he fucking fights and uh but then i you know then it just you have kids and you got other things to think about and you're like well but i kept you know you keep a casual uh, hey, what's well look you know some, something something trump in the news and you'd pay attention right and the thing about trump is is that when he wants something he ain't backing down so especially you can continue to so, melt, Nancy. Especially if like you're a fine porn bitch with huge tits. He wants you. He's gonna get you. He fucked her and 
He paid her 130 grand to shut up, and she broke the non-disclosure agreement. And now she's on the hook for three or four hundred thousand dollars in legal fees. Yeah. So Trump fucked her, and now she's got to pay him. Yeah. Is that a loser? Yeah, she's not. <laughs> I don't think it went exactly the way she envisioned it going. Is that a loser? Yeah. The the lawyer there, isn't he in fucking jail or something? Oh, yeah. What happened to her lawyer there? The Avenatti? Avenatti. You know, something, the, oh, no, what happened to him is he, he, he had... Beat, he beat his wife. Beat his wife or something. Or something. His, they were actually starting to make noise about him maybe being a... Uh, Presidential contender. Presidential I, contender. I mean, well, you know who went and did that? That that, uh, that you know that operative guy there. Who's the fucking Roger Stone? Yeah, yeah Roger of Stone. He did. Made Michael Avenatti's life. You noticed that Mueller, awful in about ten seconds flat. Have you noticed Mueller hasn't fucked with Roger Stone much <laughs> yeah, at all? No. I believe that it's like known. Don't fuck with Stone. Yeah. He's got something on you. Right. And he'll be more than happy to just make oh. a fucking call, man. He's just going to, like, unload. Yeah, Michael Avenatti's fucking... Yeah, so I believe Mike is uh, pretty much all done. He's all done. His client... You know, the thing about Trump, though, is he'll probably just say, fuck it, you know, leave her alone. Yeah. One of the things that when you read in the... If you ever read The Art of the Deal is that Trump loves a fight. Loves it. Yeah. Once he wins, though, he doesn't really take it. Doesn't get all hopped up about it, you know? No, he goes on to the, looking he for fucking, the next fight. He, no, and if you were really a good competitor, he hires you. Right. That's the thing that was so funny about it. Yeah. It's like, you know, he doesn't get all mad and he'll say awful things about you in the press and fucking torture you and... Like Lindsey Graham, give your cell phone number out to the fucking public. <laughs> they get along great now, though. They get I, he's gonna I, Lindsey's gonna end up working for him. By the way, Lindsey was crying. Remember, Lindsey was crying. Yeah. Lindsey's gonna end up on the cabinet. I have a feeling before the end of the old term. They, don't, they, I don't know why they don't. You know, you, I always think that these people must be way smarter than me. That's one of my downfalls. Yeah, because I think that. Look, these guys are, you know, they're just in the know because they they must know. They must they didn't read the book. Yeah. You got to read the if you read the fucking art of the deal, you'll understand Trump. Right. And maybe you just don't believe it. Maybe you don't believe that there's a guy like that. You know, maybe you think it's that's all hyperbole. But there's shit in that book. I'm telling you right now this. And I only read it once, there's by the way. No way. Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer have read that book. They just have it. They, they don't get it. I mean, as soon as... Uh, I wonder if Hillary read it. They won the House. He's like, we'll do... Yeah. We'll get Nancy Republican votes. She yep. deserves to be... There's yep. nothing... Per it's all... It's all strategy. And it's all tactics. And it's all about getting... It's the end game. It's about getting what he wants. Yeah. There's nothing personal. He's not really upset. He's not crazy. No. It's about winning. So much winning, as a matter of fact. And when so you much and when winning. you when you think that he is a f these people that still say he's he's a, he's a dumbfounded fool, 
he's the f- he became fucking president. Right. They showed a bunch of clips. Would he hypnotize everybody? They showed a bunch of clips of all the people along the way. Well, you know, Trump might be the nominee. And the whole panel's laughing. Ah, ah, that'll never happen. Ah. And then he won the nomination, and it's like, well, Trump might be president. Ah, fucking laughing. Well, there he is, president. I mean, With a miserable fucking whore traveling around the world, telling every, trying to, Trying to find someone to blame other than herself. I don't know. If I, I don't remember if we talked about it or not since you've been back. But uh, one more of them little ones there. Apparently, the old, the old Bill and Hillary tour never really gained much steam. Well, I had mentioned something about like. Uh, I read I had read something where, you know, they were in an auditorium and like they weren't selling tickets and they kept fucking moving the big huge curtains in right. so you couldn't see all the empty seats. Right. Because instead of 20,000 people showing up, like fucking 500 showed up. And they were like giving the tickets away. Right. You know, trying to get bums in the fucking outer seats just to have people, you know, Printing up cardboard cutouts of people. <laughs> I wonder if it's fucking canceled. I don't think it was. No, it was going to have a short run anyway. But it was only like seven appearances. No, like I want to say thirteen to twenty. Wow. But the thing is, they're all they're all done. I believe they're all done. Yeah. I mean, they're both in their seventies. It's all over. Right. I mean, she didn't become president. She lost twice. She's a loser. And, uh, you know, when Bill isn't a loser. Right. And uh, I dare say that, you know, her, if she had just become senator and then just fucking retired, Bill would have been the, uh, would have been the elder statesman that he wanted to be. Right. But not only did she lose this time, and Bill didn't do himself any favors when he uh, tried to help her beat Obama either. Right. You know, Bill said to like Ted Kennedy, you know that that he that guy would have been getting our coffee a week ago or something like that. But when you got a guy like Trump who will bring in all of the women and put them on a panel. And give them seats right at the debate next to Bill Clinton. Yeah. And it she destroyed her own husband's. You know, maybe well, it's hey, he was fucking Monica, and now she fucked her own husband over. Yeah. He got she got her back. But Bill is no longer the elder statement statesman. Which brings us to the point when we've discussed this before we know that hillary is in deep agonizing tortured pain every day of her life oh and it's wonderful hopefully but do you think that old bill is tortured no no good i really don't i hope not i think bill's well look bill be bill became president 
He's got nothing to prove. Um, I think that he would have liked to, you know, what happened is, is Trump, Trump got caught with the, the uh, grabbing the pussy thing, okay? And that was before, I believe, the last debate. So Trump said, well, time to go, go on some serious offense. And this was Steve Bannon's idea, actually. He brought in Juanita Broderick, Paula Jones, Jennifer Flowers, and there was four of them. Brought them all to the debate, did a press conference, and had them seated with Bill Clinton looking fucking horrified. So she couldn't say a thing about Trump and the grabbing pussy. Right. You know what I mean? Couldn't say a thing about it. And then the Me Too movement came along, and a lot of women, this reminded a lot of women. Because Bill, Bill Clinton got a total fucking pass by all of the feminists. He totally did. I mean, they just... We're not just, even talking about Monica. We're talking about Paula Jones. Oh, we're talking about somebody... He, Jennifer Flowers. He fucking raped a woman. He raped, this woman's not lying. He raped like three women. Well, yes. he's. But we know that Bill Clinton has raped one woman. Yeah. And her name is Juanita Broderick. And Juanita Broderick never wanted to become public. This is why she's so believable. Because... They got a hold when Paula Jones was going after Tr uh, Bill Clinton for damages. And I forget. I, I, I don't even know whether it was defamation or, or whatever. Um, they found out about Juanita Broderick. That was in. And they forced her to testify. Because she didn't want to, she didn't want anything to do with this. And once, once that cat was out of the bag, you know. But none of the, none of these fucking feminists did anything. But now we got the Me Too thing, and and I think that's a this is a good movement. It's a little bit of overkill, a little bit of. Uh, I don't like the no due process thing. Because I certainly wouldn't want to be caught up in that. Right. You know, you, you kind of have to be, you have to, you know, okay, you said the guy raped you, but we both, we're going to take your word, you know, look, we're going to charge him. But it has, we have to do it, we have to do this legally. He has a right to due process. Yeah. Even if he's a scumbag. Um, so the lack of due process bothers me a little bit, but I don't know. One of the hardest, I mean, what an awful thing for a woman. If you're a woman and you get raped, you have to come forward and say, this guy raped me, and you have to live the thing over and over again because right. the guy has a right to a defense, and this is such a, it's such a, um, how do I say it? It's such a uh, sensitive. I mean, he raped you. I mean, he had sex with you without your permission. Right. I mean, what? How? How much more delicate or or sensitive can you get? You know, it's one of the most. It's a, it's an awful thing to actually force. 
I, I can't imagine. I could, I could never do. I couldn't rape somebody. If they held a gun to my head and said, you have to rape this person, I couldn't do it. Right. I don't, you know, nothing's going to work. I can't, like, forcibly force a woman to, I mean, it's just, it's just not, there's nothing in Having a woman want you to have sex with her is the reason uh, that's, for most men, I believe, that's the motivation. Right. Not forcing yourself on a woman. So, I don't know. What were, what were we talking about? I'm drifting around. Well, here. we were talking about Donald Trump, how he never lets go. And I asked you... <coughs> I basically asked you if you thought Bill Clinton was as miserable as his wife is, obviously. I think Bill Clinton has a great time. I Bill hope Clinton so. is a gen genuinely I think upbeat guy. He genuinely loves people. Yeah. One of the things Bill Clinton genuinely here's the thing about Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton like has one of the greatest memories ever. Bill is a wild, probably this out of the, all the living presidents, the most intelligent president. Well, he's going. He's up there. He's, he's certainly smarter than W. He's literally a Rhodes Scholar. Bill Clinton remembers like things like the limo driver. Yeah. Remembers the guy's name and sees him again and says, Hey, buddy, or yeah. Eddie, how you doing? You know, that's Bill Clinton. Yeah. Bill Clinton loved being a politician. Mm. Bill Clinton's Achilles heel was that he couldn't keep his dick in his pants. Right. Bill Clinton was a... I don't want to say he was, a, he was a great politician because... His... He wanted to win. You know, I don't think... Although you know you can say this about Trump, but you, although you really can't, because Trump has had. I remember remember when Japan was taking over the world back in the eighties. Like mm. Japan, the Japanese bought Rockefeller Center, and Trump was on television in the eighties saying we are getting fucking ripped off by Japan. They sent it in these cars. They blah 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 blah. They don't buy any of our shit. He has had the same fucking message. For as long as I can remember. Um, I don't believe Bill Clinton has that. Yeah. There's no consistency. He'll do whatever. I mean, Bill Clinton signed off on Dodd-Frank. Uh, no, signed off on. Um, oh, what was that fucking weirdo's name? He was a congressman. It was the thing that got rid of the. Uh, what, Dodd-Frank or something? No, no, no. Dodd-Frank is. This was the Depression era thing that said a bank can't be an insurance company and a and an insurance company can't be an investment bank and an investment bank can't be a, a savings bank. And that was Glass-Steagall. Okay. And Bill Clinton signed off on a Repu it was Republican written. It was written by what was that fucking goofy bastard? He was a Texan and he was a congressperson. They wrote it and he signed off on it. And it was a, hey, he signed off on the fucking, uh, you know, the, Bill Clinton's the reason why there's so many fucking people in jail. You know, he signed off on this fucking, you know, all this soup, three strikes and you're out and this heavy duty 
you know, crazy fucking uh, laws that just, you know, filled our prisons up with black people. Yeah. Um, these are not democratic things. Yeah. You know, or, or in the, these are not liberal things, that's for sure. Um, but Bill Clinton was one hell of a, uh, he was one hell of a politician. Yeah. And he's a smart dude, and I believe he's pretty happy. And I, I, I don't think they, I don't know, do you think they, I, I, I don't can't. think they spend any time together. She's fucking miserable because her life, it was going to be, there were going to be two retired presidents, you know? And he was going to, he's probably not happy about it because now he has, the, she, he, he would have had at least four, if not eight years, of going off and fucking anything that he Yeah, wanted. right. Some more. <laughs> but then again, maybe he's not happy because uh, maybe he's happier because now she's out of, you know, he would have been up and caught in the limelight. Look, Bill fucked another one. And I don't know whether he's out banging, you know, the girls down the street or any. You know, Bill's Bill's in his seventies and he doesn't look good. No, he didn't hold it together. But I think Bill's pretty happy. He's had a f he became president of the United States, and his wife wanted it way more than he did. Yeah. And she didn't. And she's evil. And it's fucking great that she didn't. <laughs> it's great. It's great seeing evil conquered. First by a black guy. Yeah. Which is wonderful because they put a lot of black people in prison. Well, the Clinton administration, and she had a lot to do with it. You know, the super predator shit. Yeah. And then uh, then by Trump. It's just it's fucking fabulous. It's fabulous watching somebody like that lose. Because she didn't give a fuck about anybody. You know, and that's the difference between her and Bill. Bill actually cared. Bill cared about people. Sure. You know? Or at least at least when he met you. Like Patty. Hillary's Pat, not remembering anybody's name No, and ever, doesn't give a fuck. Ever. And I'll tell you what. Now, my my wife met Bill Clinton and she said he's mesmerizing and yeah. he he shakes your hand and he looks at you and he's paying attention and he'll come back around and say and Patty I wanted to mention this to you you know I, I thought about this after what we just spoke about you know and that's the kind of guy Bill Clinton is where, where did I, we've never heard this story when uh, when did she bump into him Patty dated an older gentleman uh at some point, and I'm not going to go very far into this because I may get shot long before I was, and this guy was very politically connected. So oh, no shit. They went to Democratic fundraisers and stuff like that. Oh, cool. And uh, she met Bill Clinton at a fundraiser. Awesome. While he was running for president for the first time. Amazing. So, Bubba. The... Uh, Bill is, he's got his faults, but Bill's not evil, I don't think. No, I think he's the ultimate, wet your finger, stick it, see which way the political wind is fucking going. 
Like she's and let's do what evil. we can to stay in office. And I believe that he knows she's evil. Like I think he knows that he needs her evil to get where where he got. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't know. What do you mean? Do? I I've been I, waiting for this. I want everybody, all three of you out there. Not only just rent it, but buy it. The name of this thing is Free Solo, and it hasn't come out yet. And I pre-ordered. I've never pre-ordered anything because I'm going to pay for it. It's like twelve bucks. Free Solo. Free Solo, and it's the guy's name is Alex Honold, H O double N O L D, and he is a rock climber. And it's so inspirational to see people that do shit that they absolutely love to do. And this is coming out. It's a documentary about him free soloing a route up El Capitan in Yosemite. And uh, I'm excited to see it. I love mountain mountaineering, mountain climbing things because another one that you... If you haven't seen this, you absolutely have to see Meru. It's M-E-R-U, Meru, and it's about these guys that climbed. Meru is a mountain in, I believe it's India. And unlike Everest, where Everest is kind of like, I'm not going to say Everest is easy, but but Everest is like all you... You get Sherpas to haul all your shit up. All the ropes are already fixed. Right. Meaning there's, you know, you go to base camp and there's fucking 700 people there. Um, you know, it's still dangerous and people still die on Everest. And, I, you know, that's part of the problem, I believe, is they've kind of... But it's, you know, it's kind of like been over-commercialized in, in a sense. I mean, going to a mountain and it's you and what you can put on your back... And fucking climb something is, uh, I, you know, it's just incredible what these guys did in Meru. And if you've seen Meru, but you haven't seen, if you have not seen, um, oh, fuck. It's going to take me a second here. It's coming. It's coming. I can feel it. Coming along. The Iger Sanction with Clint Eastwood? No, no, no. That's a, that's a movie. This is called Touching the Void. Touching the Void is a movie, documentary movie, where two guys went into, they were in South America. I don't know whether it's Chile or Argentina. They climbed a mountain. It became, they were climbing a mountain. It became stormy. One guy fell, he broke his leg. So the other guy was like lowering him down the mountain. So he you know, they would he would lower him down and then the guy would cuz you know, you got 150 feet of rope. So he would lower him down 150 feet and then the guy would stop and the other guy would come down to him and then the guy with the he lowered him down over a fucking cliff. So, and I I give a lot more credit, a lot of credit to the guy. Not enough credit is given to the guy that was lowering him down, because 
He went over the cliff, and the guy stayed with him, and he didn't know. He didn't know. He thought he was like dead or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He stayed in place for 24 hours. Imagine holding on, you holding on to me, mm-hmm. hanging off a cliff, not being able to see anything. Mm-hmm. And you're just, you're digging in with your feet and holding a fucking rope for 24 hours with this guy's weight on it. Mm-hmm. And he finally, he, he's like, he's got to be dead. And he cut the rope. And what else was he going to do? It's either just fucking, like, let yourself go and die with him. Right. The guy fell 150 feet into a into a crevasse, and this other guy got down the mountain, and they had brought brought along, like, a, uh, like a hiking bum. So they stayed in the, in the camp that they were at, figure, you know, knowing that the guy was dead. Mm-hmm. And they stayed for, like, a week. And this guy managed to fucking climb, crawl out of the crevasse and almost to where the camp was. Like they were hearing him. No, that's just the fucking wind. Mm. You know, like four or five days later. Oh, man. And it's like, the guy's name is Joe Simpson, the guy that got cut, and the other guy's name is Simon Yates. I can't believe I remembered that. And Simon, Simon Yates was the guy that had to cut the rope and uh, obviously felt bad that his friend was dead. Yeah. And uh, the guy fucking crawled his way in, and he, he's like, Simon! And Simon's hearing his name going, ah, oh, it's fucking ghosts or something. Ah. Yeah. And it was him. Crazy. And uh, it's incredible. Some of this shit's incredible. And you ask why they do it, and I, I get why they do it. I'm not doing it, but I get why they yeah, do it. Yeah, I get it. It's I'm not doing ultimate, it either. Yeah. It's putting yourself, you know, it's that old saying, if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much fucking space. Yeah. I mean, it's because living on the edge is that fucking adrenaline rush you get. That's why people that get married, you know, Bill Burr, the great Bill Burr who does, is a comedian, has a good skit about, you know, his mother says, you know, what, what are you going to do? Tell jokes? Why don't you get married? And yeah, that's what I'm going to do, Ma. I'm going to get married and move into a cul-de-sac and have a couple kids, and then I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> you know, because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. But if any, most people have raised children, raising children is fucking boring. As somebody that, Somebody that I got divorced, and my wife, I'm, I live down here in Massachusetts, and my wife was from Montreal. So every other weekend, I went up to Montreal. My daughter was 11 years old. And uh, for four years, I went up to Montreal every other weekend when, it wasn't, when she wasn't in school. She spent the summer down here with me. And I'll tell you, spending... Two, three days with an 11, 12, 13-year-old girl is really fucking boring. Yeah. And it's probably really boring for her. But I did it because that's what you're supposed to do. We went, 
we we literally would go and see five movies at the theater and then rent half a dozen others uh we went to plays we did a we went to dinner uh i brought her cousins up patty would go you know but raising children is a lot of fucking boredom yeah and that's why i can see you know the housewife going crazy cuz you you know you're at it's not hard but it's it's monotonous. Speaking of raising children, my kid called me about three minutes ago. Go like this. I mean, I mean. Gene, I'm going to steal. No. Exhale. Are we back? Yeah, yeah, just exhale. So I'm going to steal oh, 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 oh. shit from the power line. Get near my house. Oh. And I have a... A new machine that has heat and lights. Oh, cool. Air conditioning. It's unbelievable. What, what is the new machine? Another excavator? No, it's a uh, track loader. Oh, neat. A little smaller than the other one, but it's a caterpillar. Oh, nice. And adding to the fleet. It weighs 1,000 pounds. Just something else to fix. <laughs> And uh, although this is a, it's a 2016, so I mean, this is like owning something, you know, my, my, my big excavator is a 1997. Right. So, which is now officially 22 years old. Yeah. The problem is, is the, you know what goes first? The fucking wiring goes first. Right. And that's a real problem, because the excavator from 1997 <laughs> has a shitload of height electronics in it right and you know and it's got this fucking crazy lcd display yeah and you know when the wires start fucking rubbing against each other and wearing themselves out or the various relays and it's just it's a horror show so the truck is totaled to answer your question they haven't made an offer yet, but I know that there was. I saw the appraiser's report, and there was seventy-seven hundred and eighty-two dollars worth of. Doesn't Anya work at the insurance company? Well, not. We don't. She works at a insurance company, not the. Oh, not the one that. Okay. Yeah, she has one of those jobs for a nationwide insurance company. Does all kinds of insurance of e- of every type, and uh, she works from home. Like, does it a local team? But they all work at home. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Um, so yeah, she doesn't work at Arbella anymore. I don't. She might still have Arbella. I, I have safety with Cat, you know, so I Evan's on that. my Evan's on my my policy. You know, I think I have Arbella now. Do you? They're not bad. Their service was always good. I never had a problem with Arbella. It's just the lady. I, I don't know. Me, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on my wife's fucking insurance now. Your car insurance? Yeah, I mean, once you get married, you can be on the same insurance. And, like her good friend oh, is can't. our agent, and you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, I've, yeah. Had no pro- I've had no problems with safety insurance since I've been on. And even they're handling this very well. Like I've never even they heard. Sent of, me a, uh, they sent me a fucking, they sent me an email. 
the day after I filed the claim and said, there's a car waiting for you at Enterprise in Plymouth if you want it, which I promptly went down because I gave Evan the truck and the fucking car I had been driving, now Cat's driving. So, how is your... Uh so, he'll be getting a t an offer tomorrow for the truck from the company. He's got Hello. Al is not paying attention to our right. show here. I I talked to him right before. I told him to call you. Yeah. Okay, he's in a real good mood. He had a positive experience. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, so Evan just went on an audition for one of these singing competitions yeah like tv show type things it's gonna be another it's a where he went to boston he oh no shit answered an ad looking for people from five to 25 for a singing competition well that's pretty cool and they also kind of place people it's a whole it's a whole thing and he had a really positive experience he said because as you know evan is a prodigy bass player He's also a beautiful-looking person. <laughs> He's a handsome person. So um, <laughs> he, now, he can't sing that great, but he sings with gusto. I don't know if you at the party. Yeah, you saw the two numbers he sang, right? Let me ask you something. Yeah, go ahead. I have to do this, and I'm playing dev devil's ad. You're his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he a prodigy bass player, or is he a good play bass player? Because I mean, He's definitely you, a prodigy. Baseball. You want to say that your son's a prodigy, baseball. Joe, like, prodigy look means at me. prodigy he, is an incredible word. He has more talent in his left pinky finger than I have in my entire drumming body. Okay, I worked every fucking bit to fucking be the fucking average player that I am. He is. There's nothing he can't play on bit. He can also read okay. music. He can also read music. I'm just at, you yeah, know, yeah. it's one of those things that I ask with, as a devil's advocate. Yeah, but I have the authority to say that. I, I know you're a musician. I have the authority. It's I not know. just because I'm his dad. I understand How's that. this? My daughter However, is you are his, you are his dad, and you certainly want to say that he Everybody says that their kid, everybody embellishes uh, on their child. Probably least of, least of all parents, you and me, because we, uh, we, we try to be very fair. I, listen, I'm not bragging, but I got, I got a, a hardworking, uh, beautiful-looking, extremely talented musician son who also happens to be fucking crazy. And uh, I have a daughter. Oh, crazy. I have a daughter who's not crazy, but who's a chronic warrior. Who is... Was, she is? Yeah, who's just enough out of her mind that she's in four years, not four years from now, but from when she started to when it's over, is going to have a bachelor's and a fucking MBA. I think it's th no. I think in that's four incredible. years she did it. You know what I mean? She's winding down now. And Patty's uh, taking bullshit classes. Patty's niece did that too. 
Yeah. At BU. So I got, I, I think when I do brag about my kids, I'm, I'm, I got the fucking backup for it. No, and don't, don't take this. I don't really brag about them that much. You know, don't take prodigy it the wrong is way. a fucking ho- is a tough word. When prodigy you say prodigy, is, that prodigy means is like, Mozart. I get it. He's not know, Mozart. He looked at the piano and yeah. just went over and started playing the most incredible shit ever. He, Mozart was a prodigy. Pretty much, that's what happened with the bass in Evan. Yeah, he had a couple lessons. He didn't know about it naturally, but he had some lessons. To and he, and he stopped learning what he could learn from that guy in like a year. So, and he went, and s- this guy that was the teacher was a really good bass player, too, right? Yeah, it's Brian Bat, the guy who's the fucking music teacher at the elementary school, and he's the chorus director for the whole town elementary kids chorus, and he's a, he's a bass, he's a fantastic bass player. He's also like the hardest working gigging musician I know, which is kind of cool. Does he make any money from... Yeah, because it's tough to make any money, isn't it? He works every weekend, and during the summer vacation, he works every day playing music. Sunday through Monday. I mean, with Sunday just through one Saturday. band, or is there, does he play with several different bands? It's basically the same act. He has an act with a dude that's a duo. Sometimes they have a drummer. He, it's a, he plays stand-up bass, and then the other kid sings and plays acoustic. Sometimes they have their drummer show up. Sometimes it's him and not the drummer and the other guy and a chick. But it's, it's, it's the same core deal, you know what I mean? Right. And, but he's a master of booking, too. I mean, they back it up. They're, they're great, and people like them. But they're not, it's not like they have a following. A cat and I would go try to see him once a month, and I just don't go out anymore. You know what I mean? I'm all set with going out. So I don't go out much either. Plus, I'm not on Facebook, so I don't know when and where they're playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I am permanently to, the fuck off Facebook. You do have to have the... And that sucks for music networking, because it did work. Because when I was gigging, Facebook got people's asses to the shows. You know what I mean? It's it's a good for that. It's a really good tool for promoting your fucking band. Yeah, I guess you really got to... It's such a tough thing. What's I, that? Well, I've read about the, you know, people doing the driving 850 miles in the van with no heat yeah, to play for 20 people and not get paid. Yeah. No, that's not that, making gas money. That's that's being trying to do the original music thing. These guys play covers and they Play cr- classic rock covers, basically what people want to hear. Like they they pull out fucking men at work laying down under, you know what I mean? Shit like that. Even stand up comedians, Beatles. yeah. Like Dave Attell, I, he was on Joe Rogan, and it was him and um, him and uh, what's the other guy? Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross, who does the the roast and you know you think these guys have luxurious lives these guys are on the road and they go to you know david tell is a you know you got your you got your well bill cosby is a bad example but 
but was used to be Bill Cosby before the raping came out. You know, you get your Bill Cosbys, but then you have your David Tells, who David Tell is is. I've fallen as David Tell has a, a thing on uh, called Roadwork on um, Amazon Prime, and I've fallen asleep to that more times. I'll just put it on. It's fucking hysterical. Yeah. But he is, he calls himself, he's a club comic. Right. So the deal is, he's not on a private jet flying to, you know, Minneapolis, stopping in at the fucking Laugh Factory. He's hopping around city to city out in the mid, you know, there's there's like several circuits. Sure. And he's on one of them circuits, and he's, He's traveling and staying in hotel rooms and, you know, doing his show and he's making, and there's a lot of people that's, that's how they make their money. That's what they do. And, uh, he's no different, I guess, you know? So until you're Jerry Seinfeld, like, I guess Jerry's, you know, Jerry Seinfeld or Chris Rock, where you're doing stadiums. Or arenas, you know, where you can hop on the private plane and fly to the next show and, you know, or fly home and stay with your kids and then meet up with the tractor-trailer crew when they get there. I mean, there's very, but that's very, like Bill Burr has just started to touch, you know, he's doing TD you know, the TD place, yeah. Boston Garden, whatever the fuck it is now. Like how Dan Cook used to do it. And so, but there's, there's Larry the five or guy. six guys doing that. Larry, Artie was doing that for a little while. Artie was, doing I don't know well. whether Artie was doing arenas, but Artie was doing things where he would go and make 50 grand in a yeah, night. He made five, the last year he was on the Stern show, he made five mil in stand-up. The twelve from the twelve month. He, he said that in he his was book. on the Stern show. No, and he admits that, but he still he still makes a good mill or two a year now. Fucking busted face and everything. I showed you this poor face the other day, right? No, what happened? You got Artie beat Lang. Up? His fucking septum. Put in Artie Lang's nose in Google, and you'll <laughs> see. He his fucking septum gave out because he was snorting heroin and something broke, and he snorted glass with it and. He's a fucking mess. I feel so bad for that guy. He was in court. Well, no, that's that's right before it happened. With all the pictures, this picture here—that's the one. That's the one from court. Pig nose. What is? He looks like he got punched in the face. Yeah, it collapsed. His nose collapsed. Why is he in court? A uh, violation of parole. Uh, probation. Violation of probation. So now he's in heavy duty fucking report every day to treatment type of thing. He's not. If he fucks this up, he's going to jail. So he's got to report yeah, yeah, every day. Yeah, which is. That's fucking great. Put him in. Yeah. I fucking hate this legal system. Yeah.
So, what are you going to do with a guy that is a serious addict? Like, this guy already has a serious, serious problem. Yeah. Put him in jail. Right. You know, they talk about alcohol being a disease, but if you get caught drunk driving, you're the fucking public enemy number one. Right. You know what I mean? It's fucking... I, I hate this fucking criminal justice. And you know what, Melanie? Fuck you, Melanie, that got run over and took away my fucking right. Fuck you, Melanie's grandfather, who fucking went and got Melanie's law passed. So now they look back and broke every fucking deal they made with everybody that got a DUI 35 fucking years ago. Fuck you, Melanie. I hope you're in hell. <laughs> fucking cunt. I am so tired of this legal... Why would you put Artie Lang in jail? I know. The guy's... Obviously, he's mentally ill. Yeah, he's right. fucked. Yeah. Like, putting, the only thing putting him in jail is going to do... And you know what? They won't even do that because they can get drugs in jail. You know, and I was talking about... Uh, I was talking to uh, the guys I got working here because both of them spent 90 days in the fucking cage over here. Right. Do you know Do you know how many people kill themselves in there that you never hear about? A lot. Fucking, like, both of them were in for 90 days, and not the same 90 days. And both of them, there were four people wow. that killed I never heard. I, I never yeah. heard. No, they don't. If it's not a famous person, you're never going to hear. The people kill themselves in jail. Yeah. Like, we're talking jail. People that are sentenced for, like, 30 fucking days kill themselves. So that some jailer cocksucker can make some fucking money. And I'm not talking about private prison. I'm talking about, like, the sheriff of this Plymouth County, this fucking cunt, fat fucking loser cocksucker. And the Sheriff's pigs. an elected office here, by the way. It's, yeah, uh, and the fucking He's pigs. a politician. He was a formal, former district attorney. The fucking pigs that... Uh, I hate. I fucking hope every cop dies. Every cop gets shot in the fucking face. Right. Actually, no. I hope every cop gets shot in the fucking dick. And right. Blows their cock right off, yeah. and they can be the cockless cop right. <laughs> for the rest of their lives. The cockless core. Old cockless cop is coming again. I hate him. I hate this whole fucking system because they, you know, it's everything is about. Let's put them in jail. Let's fucking charge them with something. Let's let's take somebody's life that's horrible and make it worse. Right. And then expect them to be all much... When they get out, they're going to be all better. Right. You know, let's take somebody's license away and, and then make it so fucking difficult to get it back that they can't work ever. Meanwhile... There's people driving around statistically 10 times more dangerous than if they were drunk, like fucking eating a sandwich and reading and, you know, fuck. Here's the, here's the quintessential thing. Here's the quintessential thing I'm going to say about the drunk driving. So if you get your second drunk driving thing, right, when you get your license back, for five years, you have to have this fucking thing in your car that you blow into, okay? 
And it's not like you just blow into it to start the car and then, you know, go off and drive. The thing beeps at you. So you could be in, like, serious heavy traffic. Yeah. And you got to blow into this fucking thing within 15 seconds or... It'll it, shut it down. It shut the car down, and it says that, you know... And you, then it notifies the link. So you're fucking distracted trying to yeah. blow into this fucking thing. Me, meanwhile, there's some cunt that's probably related to the pigs or the fucking sheriff cunt who owns this fucking company that puts the thing in and charges you a monthly fee right. to blow into this whore while you're more distracted while you're blowing into the thing than you ever were than when, when, when you were, were drunk. Oh eight. Right, right. So fuck you, fuck the police, fuck the police. You know, what's that? NWA did fuck the police? Something like that. Fuck the police. I want to get a I'm gonna get a big rock and put it out in front of my house. And I'm gonna have it sandblasted in there that says I can't say fuck the police, but I'm gonna say uh Police eat, and then I'm gonna have a fucking cock-a-doodle-doo. Right. And a picture of a fucking cock. Right. Chicken over the world. And it's gonna be cock in bold letters, a doodle-doo. Right. You know what I mean? What are, what are they gonna do about that? Fucking pigs. I mean, I went on a similar rant recently. Ah, I just, <laughs> I fucking hate him. I hate him. Yeah, I'm I not fucking a fan hate either. the police. I'm not a fan either, man. No one ever became a cop for altruistic reasons. <laughs> you know what I mean? People that become cops are, one, either too stupid to do anything else yeah. because you're a fucking moron, yeah. or you just want to fucking screw with people because you're a cunt. Yeah, you're a cunt. Right. And they can't get killed fast enough. But they don't die because they're not even in the top 10 most dangerous jobs. No. That's the problem with the police. It's not even fucking that dangerous being a cop. And every, oh, well, they're the first responders. Well, no, the person that actually called you was the first responder. Right. And then the only person that actually does something is the guy in the ambulance, which gets paid a fucking third of what these cocksuckers do. Right, if they're lucky. Hey, you want to call the police? Call them up, say "fuck you." No, why not? Get them right on the show. Yeah, no, that's traceable. It's okay. Actually, you were doing something like that at some one no, point I when someone was here. I forget who was here. It was funny as fuck. Wasn't I call? Was I calling them up? Because I oh, you were call, You called the Born Barracks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the state police. When the state police. Uh, when the news broke that oh, shockingly. They had. They were making up their overtime yeah, slips. Yeah, yeah, making up their overtime slips. Is that the deal? Yeah, fabricating their overtime slips. Yeah, what a bunch of fucking winners. Yeah. That's the Massachusetts State Police. If any of you will listen, Massachusetts State Police, <laughs> you can't fucking die fast enough, you fucking scum. Right. Oh, they're horrible. They are horrible. They're man. just. They're just the biggest pack of fucking scum ever. That whole organization needs to be torn down to the fucking, right down to the bare bones, to the foundation and rebuilt. Cause, and you know what the great thing is? 
It's the Massachusetts Highway Patrol. Yeah, well, that's what they are. They're a fucking joke. So when the driverless cars come in, are you listening, overpaid assholes that might be like 30? Your fucking job is going to end. Right. And that'll be great. (laughs) Well, yeah, but I work, you know. Although they'll still give the they'll give some fucking forty year old a, a pension for the rest of his life. Right. Oh yeah. You can go work and still have time to earn another pension. Actually, no guys like that anyway. There was a Finnish carpenter I worked with years ago. He had a pension from the army. Oh, and then a pension from the union. Oh, he was a. Uh, he had a pension from the army. Who and is this now? This is a guy named Don who used to be old Bob Burpee's Finnish carpenter. He had a pension from the Army. His job was, you know, working a bulldozer in Vietnam. <laughs> that was his Burying gig. the bodies. That's anything that you needed a bulldozer for, he was operating it. Burying the fucking... Uh, the villages that they shot up. And then he worked up at everyone. the... Uh, he worked up at the Quincy shipyard also. And he got a got out of that, and well, he was doing finished carpentry in his fifties. Now, did he get a pension out of the shipyard? Yeah. yeah. Now that's hard work. Yeah. Shipyards. Well, that again, maybe he's running a a fucking uh, you know the old uh, propeller shaft lathe. No, nah, you was can read a paper. Literally Dude. running a fucking. Guy, rivet gun or a ratchet gun, whatever you call it. Yeah, the guy's out he welding was, all day. Yeah. Oh, God. Talk yeah, I don't think he was a well, he, he used to put uh, a lot of a lot of uh, nuts on a lot of bolts. That was his thing. On ships? Well, I guess yeah. they use them. There was a, used to be a lot of rivets on ships. Yeah. But then they, they discovered welding, and right. now they do welding. And I believe, like, when they built skyscrapers, they used to have the rivet guys... And they were, they used to, you know, they'd have a fucking, they were hot rivets. They were red hot, and then they'd fucking, but they don't do that anymore. It's all nuts and bolts. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know whether one is better than the other, or whether it matters. Imagine those guys working on them skyscrapers, man. No. Holy shit. You can give them the money. We give them the fucking money way more than you give them the f- give the fucking cops. We used a drone to go up on the top of a seven-story foot built seven-story building to look at something on the roof that needed to be painted because none of us wanted to walk out onto it. <laughs> and it's a perfectly okay flat fucking rubber roof. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm not going to fuck up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was only seven stories. Which is how high my dorm was at UMass, you know. I wasn't looking to fucking be on the roof there either, but I'm saying seven stories to me now is like. Not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't plan. These guys are going to be painting the soffit on this building off of fucking booms, boom trucks. You know, the fucking. Uh, the boom lifts. lift. The man, yeah, the man lift. And uh, I, there's no way. Although that's they're pretty safe now. They don't they barely tip over anymore. Yeah, you never hardly ever hear about one tipping over. You know what I mean? I guess they got them all figured out so the thing knows where it 
They can't override the thing so the thing just goes fucking crashing yeah, down no, anymore. No, no, no. You can't get it at that angle. So yeah. it's properly fucking counterweighted and all that. You know what I mean? Well, And it's fully operable from up there. So a lot of the times these guys are like, even if they're only 50 or 60 feet up, they bring something to piss in. You know what I mean? They don't even come down to piss. You know, you just go up there. Well, when you work. say only 50 or 60 feet, 30 feet is fucking horrendously high. Yeah, if you're at the tip of a forty foot ladder, the hi- the you highest working height, high. the highest working height off that is thirty two feet. So, I've been on the end of forty foot ladders a lot. So I've never really been higher than thirty two feet. And I'm telling you, right now, sixty feet is crazy yeah, high. Th- thirty two feet is fucking high enough. It's leg shaking high. Thirty two feet. Yeah. Fuck yeah. How about how about ex- how about fucking the 40 is on the building with a ladder pl- jack plank, wooden plank over to the fucking roof bracket on another plank, and then the fucking 16-footer on the plank on top of the... F- I've done that. Ugh. So that's only another... A fully extended 16 is about Jesus. 11 feet away. 11. Yeah, so I be- I've been a little over 40 a couple times, and I hated it. I well, don't even want to be on a 20-foot ladder now, Joe. I don't want to be 15 feet in the air. I don't want to do anything. You know what I mean? I'm all the set. The ground's good. I'm never going to have to climb a ladder again. Well, you were telling me the the boss has this man lift company that rents shit oh, to yeah. his company. Yeah, to his and other companies. Which is not a bad... Uh, it's yeah, a I pretty keep, good business model. I'll tell you what. I keep thinking of this. I was talking to this guy I bought this machine from. And they rent this machine out and they get like, you know... 600 bucks a week. Yeah. So it's a $60,000 machine. So what's that, 100 weeks, two years? And you got to maintain it. Am I doing that math right, 600 bucks a week? 600 bucks a week. Six, what's 600 times, times 100? 30 grand. Oh, but times 100 is 60,000. 60, yeah, so 30 grand is so, a year. So you buy the thing for 60 grand and... They use it for two years, and actually, it's rented by the month. It's like well, you can rent them by the month, the week, or the day, right? So you rent the fuckers out. Now, if the guy, there's a certain expectation of wear, you know. So if the guy rents something in a day and the track's falling off, then you can kind of, I don't know, I don't know what you do. Because yeah. the guy can go, I don't know what happened. Right. Like, I rented one of those. Maybe that's just one of the, that's the downside of it. Like, you get some asshole. But the idea is rent it to somebody. Like, I bought this machine from a company in Missouri, and I paid sales tax to Massachusetts for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if there's any tax people listening. And uh, they rent them, brand new machine, they lease them. They rent them, lease them. Right. And then, but they put them up for sale, too. And they say, oh, well, here's a machine for so many hours, and you can get it for this much money. So I think they make a fucking killing. It's a 2016 machine. It's 2019. Good to 
probably it's been out there. They probably made their money back on the machine and then right. turned around and sold it. Uh, they put a set of tracks on it because 900 hours on a machine. Jesus. You know something? My ASV track loader I bought with 1,100 hours in 2007. It's got 2,400 and something hours on it in 2019. Now, I'm not a good example because somebody could probably put five, 600 hours a year on a machine like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, they do a lot of sitting. Right. So, well, maybe they don't. That would be a lot of hours. 40 hours a week. What's a year's worth of 40 hours? 2,000 hours? Yeah. I don't know if you could run a machine 40 hours. I guess maybe you could. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to get into that business, but there was a guy in... uh, Chris Bolly used to rent shit from uh, Country Rentals over in couple towns over Hanson, something like that. Mm-hmm. And he did quite well. I had bobcats and chippers, wood chippers sure. and shit. Wood chippers are tough because, you know, you get it back and somebody tries Somebody's to wife is in there. <laughs> yeah, wife or fucking, uh, you know, they were trying to get rid of uh, fucking couple of grills. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shit like A yard that. debris. You know, an old lawnmower. I don't know. That reminds me, a couple of weeks ago, some fucking animal, I don't know how it happened, tore into our trash, and trash is all over the fucking yard, and I had finally started picking some up, and I said, I'm going to do this Saturday, I'm going to pick everything up, all this fucking trash in this yard. Well, the landlord came by and did it the other day, so that was good. I got out of that. Really? Yeah. Like all your construction debris? No, too? no, no, no. The construction debris is all on the upper porch. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be getting rid of that around the one-year anniversary of, of, it, of the construction debris being put there by me. But I had thrown out some kitchen chairs, and they were in the yard. and you know, some other, I just throw shit out the window. Like I just had a fire in the toaster. Well, how else are you going to get shit? I had a the t- first floor. fire in the, in the toaster one night. I just threw that out the window right there. It's the same window that the fridge went out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah all that shit was gone. They had cleaned it all up. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> well, I'm the world's worst tenant. No, you, no you're not. You're good. Oh, I'm you're awful. Because you fix shit up, too. So I do not really fix it up. I just... And I don't. I'm Are not. we done with show 97? Yeah. Why not? Man? Show 97. Show 97 is in, is in the books. Um, so we'll see you next time. And then we'll be taking another short hiatus. Yeah, but only f- for health I'm gonna reasons. I'm going to see if I can get back Wednesday. Because I don't want to miss. We're going to try a Skype, too. Let's well, try I have Skype. To, I have to have that all set for uh, my brother, too. So I got to figure that out. The, the internet down here sometimes is funky, though. You know what I mean? Like, the fucking show wouldn't upload two shows ago I don't because of the internet. No, I think the that was Skype. you. It was something fucked up with that show because I had to turn it into an MP3 again. It's happened before. It, I believe I do the same. Th- I do the same Look, thing every time. I don't know time. what's going on. Sometimes it gets in. <coughs> 
Most homes have one internet modem. No. I have two, and I'm, it's still fucked look, up. Look, no biggie. I'm gonna. I gotta. I will get Dave on Skype, probably on this machine. I wanted to get the other machine, but my wife uses the other machine. Oh, pinky. Yeah, my wife uses my fucking. This is hers. She uses mine for well, that machine school every good, night, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't. I, I can't have Skype on the same machine that the show's being recorded on. Just I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. This is a dedicated. You know, it's dedicated. But now that's working properly now. Yeah, it? because we don't move it. It never moves. Because before you, wasn't there something fucked up about that? You hated. But now it's working? Yeah, I don't remember what it is. Maybe it's fine. It works fine. I, I just have to go. I, I guess got to get a mouse. Yeah, we got to not move it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's got that fucking cord, too. All right, Al. All right, that's it, Joe. Um, have a good weekend, baby. And you, too. All right, bye. Good night, Waterbury. Yeah.